Hi, and welcome to SimCast, where we at Senior Insurance Marketing dive into all things insurance. We hope agents can utilize this as another tool to expand their knowledge and better assist their clients. Everyone, this is Todd Brow with SimCast, and today uh, we have uh, Chris Simpson, a, uh, a strategic partner with uh, Senior Insurance Marketing, and uh, today we're going to talk about um, long-term care. Um, and uh, so, with um, talking about long-term care, uh, Chris Simpson, welcome to uh, the SimCast today. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Todd. I appreciate it. So, long-term care. Um, that's um, a word that um, in, in the seniors' um, eyes, uh, and even younger individuals as well, too, that are dealing with their, um, their parent or their grandparent in, um, in a long-term care facility, a nursing home, or even just home health care, too, finding the ways to pay for that money or pay for that services as well, too. And there's not really that many long-term care what we what I call standalone options anymore. Um, um, they're kind of going to a, a different type. So, what's your thoughts on um, kind of the direction of uh, the long term care uh, landscape, Chris? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, I'm going to answer that with a couple of different questions for you because uh, what I've seen happening here, is I've never really had so many requests for long term care as I've had to kick off this year. Todd, I don't know why that is, but the interest is high right now for long-term care. And what's more interesting to me is uh, this is really kind of a bomb that might go off here. You know, there's a lot of seniors who don't have any type of long-term care in place. There's a lot of seniors who haven't even thought about it, or when they think about it, it's already too late. And that's that's the scary thing to me. It's something that needs to be addressed and needs to be addressed now. And if you're an agent on this call right now, if you're licensed to help folks with this type of thing, you know, I'm seeing the uptick in activity because it's becoming that type of thing. It's becoming something where people are very, very concerned about how they're going to afford long-term care out there in this space. Um, Todd, you know, it's interesting, too, because as you kind of alluded to, you're seeing fewer and fewer companies actually doing long-term care because the pricing has just gotten so out of control here. Uh, But the good news is there are still a lot of outstanding, outstanding options still available for folks today. So you think maybe Chris, with the uptick, is you know, um, you know, with you know the the COVID pandemic that we're in, that kind of I think maybe makes you know people kind of um, think about you know if I were to you know be in the hospital or you know long term care facility, nursing home, you know, kind of maybe get some start start to think a little bit. You think? That is absolutely correct. I think that has something to do with it. You know, um, for all of us, we all have seniors in our families that we know. We all have people over 60, 65 years old that we really care about. And the pandemic really brought on a new concern, right? I mean, this became something very scary for all age groups, but especially those who are seniors. Um, I think that is part of it. And I think 
you know, it may have brought up questions about what are we going to do? How are we going to help those uh, people that we care about? And also you had a lot of job loss and folks who may have to take over as caretakers, maybe the kids, uh, you know, maybe other family members may have had some financial struggles too. So they're looking for options and ways to help those seniors that they care about. So I absolutely think the pandemic had a uh, cause for the uptick here. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree as well too. So, so basically, you know, <clears throat> like we talked about, there's not that many uh, companies uh, that you know offer standalone uh, long-term care, or what I call the traditional long-term care. But we do have a lot of other companies now that have uh, come on board. Um, <clears throat> that have alternatives. So basically with a long-term care uh, standalone, um, if you don't use it, you lose it. But with these other alternatives, you can use it or you don't have to use it, but also your loved ones um, can be passed on some of that money as well too. So can you kind of explain upon, you know, some of the other alternatives that are available, Chris? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I'll kind of go into a little story, too, about this, because you had a lot of companies in the long-term space, uh, excuse me, in the long-term care space 20 years ago. And, and Todd, I know you can allude to that as well. There were a lot more companies in the long-term care space back then than there are today. And the problem is that you have such high-rising costs in long-term care right? A lot of these companies were underpricing how much clients need to pay. And then what was happening is clients were seeing their prices increase on their long-term care policies every single year, or maybe after an early rate lock period of two, three years, then their price would go up every single year. So what would happen is a client might buy a long-term care policy at age 50. By the time they're age 70, their cost is either sky high that they've canceled their policy or they've reduced their benefits so much that it's pretty much worthless. And that's where a lot of standalone long-term care policies were having such a big issue. And, uh, you know, Todd, I know we were talking a little bit before this call. There's really only one standalone long-term care carrier that we can even think of anymore. Yeah. And that really presents those new opportunities. And those new opportunities are really in that hybrid LTC long-term care type products, those hybrid products that are also life insurance products, that are also annuity products. And that's where we're seeing the big opportunity go to. Um, I'd love to just explain for a second, you know, what some of these products can do, because I just mentioned some of the problems that were happening 20 years ago is that these companies weren't guaranteeing you the benefits. Your price could go up at any time. Your benefits could be altered. They could be changed depending on how these increases are happening. Folks, do you realize that long-term care in this country costs an average of $6,000 per month? $6,000 per month. So that should kind of be a target goal. Now, of course, that can vary if you live in New York versus if you live in Iowa. That's going to be different. But that is the average cost. So what they've done is they've taken these long-term care hybrid products and they've thrown guarantees in there. And that's the biggest thing. That's what we love about these long-term care hybrid products. Your clients will get a guaranteed long-term care benefit. 
they will get a guaranteed death benefit. In certain scenarios, they can get a guaranteed return of premium should they want their money back as well. The guarantees are huge with this, and that is really the response to the issues that we've seen in the long-term care space with these hybrid-style products. And the best part to me is you don't have to just pay a single premium to get it. You can pay until you're 95. You can do 10 pays, 20 pays. There's just a ton of options out there with these new hybrid long-term care products. And, and with with that, that, you know, basically then you can use um, that, that product um, for your long-term care needs. And if you don't use it or use some of it, then whatever's left over will be then passed on to your to your loved ones, which is uh, which is a great benefit as well too. So it's kind of a dual. That's my mine is a dual purpose type policy. That is exactly it. So what I love so much about these products is that they're really assets at the end of the day. They're assets. They're going to stay in your family if you never use it. It's going to be passed on as a death benefit that's tax free, or it's going to be used for long term care needs. And that is such an amazing, amazing thing. Think about old long-term care, the standalone long-term care. If you don't use it, that's just money you've been paying into a plan that disappears, almost like car insurance, right, Todd? If you're spending all this money on car insurance and you don't get in a wreck, do you get your money back? Yeah. No, yeah. you don't. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. You yeah. have to have car insurance. You have to have car insurance. With long-term care, you were paying in the plans, you know, two, three, four hundred $400 per month, if you never went into long-term care, that money was just gone. But with these hybrid plans, you can put in money in a single premium, a 10-pay, continuous pay, and either way, there's a death benefit attached to it. That creates that pool of money for your client, and then the long-term care benefit comes out of that death benefit. And usually, it's tax-free because that is coming out of a death benefit for qualified long-term care expenses. So it's just a beautiful thing because you've turned something that was an expense into an asset with these hybrid long-term care plans. And, and, and to me, it's kind of a peace of mind for the client because they can use it if they're in long-term care for long-term care needs. And if they don't use it or use part of it, then they can pass that along to their loved ones as well too, which is um, just a huge benefit. And, a, you know, like I said, a peace of mind that um, that they know that at least they're passing on some money to their, to their clients or their uh, loved ones as well too. That's just it. I think it gives you the freedom of choice. You know, I, I, you're not going to have anyone that really wants to go into a nursing home, but sometimes that's what the circumstance does. You know, if you buy it at 50, you don't know what health you're going to be in when you're 70 years old. You don't know if your kids are going to be financially responsible, <laughs> if they're going to have the means to be able to take care of you. But if you have a plan like a hybrid long-term care plan, uh, then you at least have a base set up so that in 20 years and 15 years, if something happens, now you have the choice. You have this money set aside for long-term care or a child's able to take care of them or changes or needs change, then there's a death benefit there mm -hmm. to go to that beneficiary. It just gives you that choice, and that's what I like so much about it. So, Chris, we talked about these hybrid-type policies. 
So what are the triggered events just in case you do, you know, um, need to tap into these funds? What are what are typically the triggered events that, um, you know, qualify to trigger into the to the um, benefit? No, that's a fantastic question, actually. Uh, you know, it really it sometimes it depends on the policy. There's a lot of long term care features tied to annuities and things like that. Now, with your hybrid long term care plans, it really comes down to activities of daily living. And Todd, I'm sure you're familiar with those activities of daily living. Um, is it something that we see in the industry quite a bit? But uh what it really comes down to is if your client is unable to complete two out of six of the activities of daily living, then that will trigger the qualification. And that is something that is put into a letter from a doctor's office, and that will trigger those benefits. Uh, of course, if you're not familiar with the activities of daily living, that includes bathing, continence, dressing, eating, toileting, and transferring. So, uh what we mean by that is if your client can't complete two out of six of those, then they can qualify for the long-term care benefits. And sometimes there's an elimination period. Sometimes there's not. That depends on the product. Sometimes there's no uh, elimination period for home health care. Sometimes there is, or for nursing home, vice versa. So it, it's really triggered by those ADLs, though, again, activities of daily living. Perfect. Good. Well, hey, Chris, I know we could probably talk further more about this, but um, again, long-term care is um, uh, a growing concern, and um, and we have, you know, there's plenty of options out there um, that can uh, help, um, you know, ease the burden and uh, give you a peace of mind um, <clears throat> that, you know, those expenses are going to be, you can help pay for some of those expenses through a hybrid plan. And so you don't have to rely on your kids to uh, pay for the long-term care um, and also have, you know, money left to, uh, for the kids as well too. So again, Chris, um, thank you for uh, talking to us about long-term care. Uh, greatly appreciate it. And all the alternatives uh, that are available for long-term care and uh, give us a call here at Senior Insurance Marketing, 877-800-3080. We'd be happy to help you um, uh, run a quote for you on a client that you're working with and uh, so you can present it to them and show them uh, the uh, alternatives uh, for long-term care. So, again, thanks for your time, Chris. I really appreciate it. And uh, everyone, have a great day. Thanks so much, Todd. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to tune in next time as we make the senior insurance market simplified.